Hello. Hello there. Welcome to Midwife Monday. I'm Jay Lynn. And I'm Andy with the Midwest with Holistic Heritage Home Birth. Nice to see you all this week. And I've got a story for Andy. She Uh-oh. always has the stories. But I've been saving this one. Actually, I've been saving it. It came up yesterday, but you were first on my mind when this came up. It's in your vault. It's in my vault. So, rip. so we have family dinners every Sunday. And this week, for some reason, the TV's on and Evelyn has absconded this TV and she's putting something on and she's got this nature show. It's not just any nature show. It's like weird nature crapola. So anyways, they're showing this giant sea cucumber. Have you ever seen one? Yeah, it looks like a giant wiener. Uh, It's like this big, fat, slimy, gross thing. But that's not all by itself. That's a weird creature, right? But then there's this particular fish that looks like an eel that likes to hunt around for these sea cucumbers so it can hide in its butthole. Oh, I am not. In all creation, like sometimes I think that God's really funny and he's like, what can I do today? I'm going to make the butthole hiding eel That's not the end of it though. So they're not even calling this eel, this fish. It looks like an eel. They're calling it a fish and it's going around. And then when you realize like, oh wow, he really is going to the butthole. Uh, And it likes to go in there and hide. But that's not the end of it. So then it showed the cucumber giant sea cucumber pooping and this mm. fish eats the poop no yes womp, womp, it was so and that's what we watched for aren't you glad dinner. you're a human instead of that fish <laughs> gonna go oh. and then andy's always saying i would live up there butthole if they let me i'm like no, I no. Just, <laughs> it's that's a so metaphor <laughs> But don't you find it humorous how many things in the world actually look like either wieners or late, like the entire female anatomy, the labia, the vagina, everything. You'll see it on trees and in mountains and in everywhere. That's really true. And then I do wonder, what is the true function? Because I always think of nature and man and plants. I mean, we're all in a symbiotic relationship with each other, right? So, um, but then I'm looking at certain things going, who thought of that? Because that don't seem right. And you're right, God must have a good sense of humor. He does have a good sense of humor. <laughs> Farts, hysterical. You know that he was like, what can I do that's funny? I can yeah. make farts. I can make farts. So anyways... That's our big discussion. Oh, that's not our discussion, but that's my big story. Yep. Today we're actually going to talk about something pretty simple, but I think people just go through the motions of it and don't realize really the complexity behind behind the questions that they're asked at their prenatal visits, why they're being asked those questions, and why they're important. Um, and if you understand why you're being asked them and why they're important, then you can have a broader scope of like what's normal and what's not normal for you during your pregnancy. Um, So I'm sure every provider asks them a little bit differently, but we have a list that we always go through 
um, and I kind of ask them in the same order. And people, I'm sure, when they hear it over and over again, it, they're always like, Andy, what the heck, with the same crap every time. But there's a reason. There right? is a reason. So, yes, we're we're doing things with our stethoscope and the blood pressure cuff, and, and those are ways to assess people uh, with tools. But also just with words and questions and communication, those are also really good ways to assess people. So that's what the question's about. It is right. a form of assessment. And the first question we always ask is, is your baby moving? Yeah. And I usually say, is your baby dancing happily? You do. That's my, that's my way. And this is really important to understand your baby's normal. Um, some babies are break dancers. Some babies are ballerinas. Cute. And some babies are gymnasts. So Some are aliens and do more wiggling. Yes. So there's all different types of movements that your baby's going to do. And what we really want is for you to be familiar with what your baby's normal is. Right. And your normal is going to be very different because that's also dependent on where your placenta is. So we're, we're very aware of that. We're talking to you about where your placenta is because there's different ways. It can be in your back. You're going to feel more motion if your placenta is in your back versus if it's in the front. That's called anterior where you may not feel those motions until your baby's much bigger, stronger, and the bones are more solidified. Right. So it's really important that we're asking that question all the time. Um, and then if your baby's movements change abruptly or they're really different or you're not feeling your baby move, you should always be calling your provider. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. The next question on the list, which is really important in midwifery care because our goal is to stay low risk, is what is your nutrition like? And I typically say, are you eating lots of good foods, fuels for you and the baby, and focusing on protein? That's how I usually pose that question. Yeah. Nutrition is the backbone of all care, really, whether all health care. But especially in our environment where we know for you to stay home, to have your baby at home, nutrition is the best way to get have a normal, safe, beautiful home birth. Yes. So our goal is always 100 grams of protein a day, minimum 75. So we talk about it. If they say, oh, I didn't do so good, my next question is, well, how much protein did you get? Because if you had a little messed up, we're humans, we always have little mess ups and visit Dairy Queen over the weekend or get a Chick-fil-A fry. I mean, it happens. Um, okay, but did you get your protein in? Right. So that's super important because high protein is going to help decrease our blood pressure. It's going to help decrease chances of preterm birth. It grows a healthy baby. It's a building block of all cells. So protein is super important. And we're also asking, are we having enough weight gain or too much weight gain? Because that plays a huge part. And that's why we actually, we ask it every visit. Our clients weigh themselves. We're not going to go sit there and look at it. They weigh themselves and they report back to us what they weigh because we want them to weigh on the same scale every time, whether it's at home or here. And we're not caring about your curves and what your body looks like. It's more about are we having healthy weight gain or even weight loss sometimes. Sometimes weight loss can be healthy depending where you started your pregnancy. But your weight can tell us a whole lot. If we have a big jump, why are we having a big jump? Let's talk about it. Right. And excessive weight gain 
and pregnancy can be unhealthy. Um, most people think, oh, if I eat too much, I'm going to grow a big baby, which you could. I always like to say we're not going to grow a baby bigger than we can deliver, but we can grow a bigger, baby bigger than we want to deliver. But the opposite can happen, too, when we gain too much weight. We can actually grow a smaller baby. Mm -hmm. And I've seen that happen. And smaller babies don't do as well as big babies. I'm less concerned of our big baby than I am a small baby. It's true. It's really true. Yeah, so it's really important. So we're not picking on anyone about their weight. We no. just really want to make sure that we're all being healthy. That's absolutely right. The next one that kind of goes with nutrition is, are you getting enough fluids? And by fluids, I really mean water. We don't want you to be having all the extra stuff. Cokes, we call all sodas a Coke in Texas. Coke is a no. Really, juices, this is high in sugar. You don't really need the juices. I'd rather you eat a whole bunch of oranges than have a cup of orange juice. Um, so all that stuff is bad. Coconut water is okay. Water. And also people that um, are coffee drinkers, that's a big question we get. Can I have coffee? You can have one cup of coffee. Because, Small cup. Yeah, not like the grande whatever ever at Starbucks. You just want a regular old plain Jane cup of coffee, not a Yeti. It's too right. much. Yeah. Um, and fluids help um, help your baby create amniotic fluid, so that's important. If, um, what else do we do fluids for? If you're dehydrated, you get Braxton Hicks, more Braxton Hicks. And a lot of times when we get swollen, we feel like, oh, I don't mm -hmm. want to drink more water because I'm going to be more swollen. And that feels counterintuitive that the recommendation is actually drink more water. Our body wants to hold on to it when we don't have enough on board. Yep. And the other thing is you should be drinking about half of your body weight in ounces of water. So if you weigh 200 pounds, you should be drinking 100 ounces of water a day. Girl, I need to drink a lot of water. <laughs> <laughs> and that water doesn't necessarily have, that fluid doesn't necessarily have to be a gallon of water. But if you're eating fruit and vegetables, you're getting water from that. Um, but like Amy says, no soda. No soda. It's just, it's it's just garbage. I love it to people, but it's no good for you. Um, the next question I think is, are you having, it says bowel movements, but I would just say, are you having normal peas and poops? Because that opens it up to, are you having any strange symptoms that would be UTI related, like cramping, or you can't empty your bladder, or it's constantly feeling like you have to go? And then bowel movements, is it loose, is it diarrhea, or is it constipated? Because we can help you to get comfortable. You don't want to be constipated and pushing constantly, you're going to have hemorrhoids. Mm -hmm. And those are also signs that there's some sort of nutritional imbalance as well. So if we're having tons of constipation, which a little bit is normal in pregnancy, but don't you find that our clients that get enough fiber into their diet, they're eating their fruits and vegetables, they tend to have less constipation. Yeah, and we're also recommending alfalfa for our moms. So yes. alfalfa will get things going. Get it moving. Um, so, and UTIs are important to know about in pregnancy because urinary tract infections causes preterm labor, um, so we don't like that. It goes into the kidneys fast, so that means a hospital visit for IV antibiotics. Um, we want to stay on top of that. Yeah, nip it in the bud. Yeah. We don't want to play around with that. And the next question is, um, are you having new vaginal symptoms? And, and I usually say, because people don't understand, what do you mean new vaginal symptoms? I'll say, are you having a new itch, a new burn, a new smell, or any vaginal bleeding? Uh, the reason that's important is one, Spotting is kind of normal in pregnancy. If you're <coughs> choking on my own words, if you're uncomfortable with the amount of bleeding, then you need to let your provider know. 
but spotting can be normal. Um, what's not normal is filling a pad with blood. Who would want to know about that? The other ones, the new itch, the new burn, the new smell, those are all indicators of some form of infection brewing, whether it be yeast or bacteria. And I always like to say everybody loves a vagina, even yeast and bacteria. It's a cool place to be, right? It's hot. It's kind of like a discotheque. Like it's hot and sweaty and dark and it's where the party's happening, right? And what'll happen is yeast throws a party and doesn't invite the bacteria because they're mean. Or bacteria throws a party and doesn't invite the yeast because they're mean. And they just take over. And then you get an infection. And that discharge looks a very specific way. The smell is very specific. And it itches and burns. And the reason why we're concerned about that is those things can also cause premature rupture of membranes, so your water's to release. It also creates poor tissue integrity. So, and tissue that's not healthy tends to tear. So the healthier we are down in our vaginal mucosa, the um, less tearing you're gonna have at birth or no tearing, and that's what we're looking for. Same with water intake and yep. nourishment. So that's mm -hmm. going to keep your tissues um, nice and healthy too. Um, next questions we ask are, are you having any headaches? And I usually pose that as any headaches that are abnormal for you. Mm -hmm. And I always put the next two together, any headaches with visual changes, because that's really what we're mm -hmm. looking for. Um, if you're having a severe headache, that's not normal for you, because some people get migraines all the time, but not normal, spots before your eyes, that's not normal, and that's a little warning sign for preeclampsia, so we don't like that. Yeah, and I, it's not like acute headache. It's a headache that no matter what you do, it won't go away. It's really severe, even, to me, even bigger than a migraine. It is rough, and and we don't recommend Tylenol. There's actually a new study out about Tylenol I'm going to tell you about. Ugh. Uh, but we don't recommend medication unless you really need it. But if you took it and it still didn't knock it out, yeah, you would want to let your provider know, I'm having headaches and I'm seeing spots. It's typically a blood pressure issue and you need to check that. If you have those things together and high blood pressure, they may want to do labs to check for something called preeclampsia. And I think one of the great things about asking this question all the time is that this puts it on the radar for our clients too, mm -hmm. right? So if it's between visits and they're having the symptoms, why well, they ask me that every single time? That must be important. Yeah, when even I though we tell them, them we tell them anyways, but Let we're also know. asking every time. So yeah. um, I like that. So I always lump the two of them together: headaches and visual changes. And the one underneath that one kind of used to go with that, and it asks, "Are you having edema?" Which means swelling. And swelling in pregnancy is pretty normal. At the end of a workday, your little feet and toesies might be swollen, or your fingers might be swollen. Um, sometimes we get some facial swelling where it looks like our nose spreads. But if you're having all those things together, the headache, the spotted or blurred vision, tons of swelling, yeah, you just want to talk to your provider. Even though they've taken out the edema from that diagnosis, um, it's still on the list. And I want to know if people are having tons of swelling. Well, that edema can cause so elevated blood pressure, and we don't want that. And we can have elevated blood pressure without preeclampsia. Um, and it's also telling us you're not getting enough water. Mm -hmm. You're not getting enough fluids. Because um, I find um, at least clients that eat their protein and drink all their water, they never get. I mean, we just had a hot summer and hardly anybody with head swelling. No. Barely yeah. ever. Yeah. So. Uh, and the last two things on our list that we ask every time are, are you having any nausea or vomiting? 
that really is good for the beginning of pregnancy, but it reminds people that, hey, for some, that can happen your whole entire pregnancy. That is not abnormal. We're sorry. I know. It's so miserable. But there are things maybe we can we can recommend to help you. And also, it lets us know if you're vomiting all the time, you may need to change the way you drink your water. Instead of drinking an entire cup, you may just need to take a sip every 15 minutes. Um, sometimes you need IV fluids. So it just helps us to know what are her needs as far as that goes. Yeah. And that's the questions. We ask them every time. Every single time. Yeah. We're like a broken record. <laughs> and if my screen is dirty, I'm so sorry. I was supposed to wipe my lens. You're fired. Yeah. Ted reminded last week, you need to clean your lens. And I didn't do it. So, but I think I'm happy that I'm fuzzy today because I have no makeup on. Had a baby early this morning. So, I ain't getting a chance to do any of that. You look beautiful. <laughs> Own that shit, girl. Own it. Thanks for joining us for Midwife Monday. Don't forget you can catch it on our podcast on almost every platform. Have a See great day. Bye.